This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everyone? Welcome to this edition of There Can Only Be One, the podcast that puts together the all-star best-of playlist of your favorite bands and artists. And for the first time ever on There Can Only Be One history, I know it's short history, but bear with me on this one here. First time in show's history that we are going to have a trifecta of picks on this one because joining the show once again from the Michael Jackson episode, we've got Alex Whistle on the show. Alex, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. But also his wife, Natalie, is now on the show as well. Nat, welcome to the show for the first time. Hello. (laughs) Now, I have to ask, A, Nat, how much did Alex pay you to come onto the show? <laughs> we debated. He was like, "You can just give me your picks." I'm like, "No, if I'm gonna go through the trouble of doing the research, I'm like, I'll f- do it. I'll do it. I'm ready." But but you're still getting paid. No, no, no. cheap. On the upside, cheap, cheap, cheap. neither am I. So I guess it's all kind of fair. <laughs> We're all in this together, <laughs> right? But. Just for our listeners' sake, let us know why you guys want to do a Shine Down episode, aside from the fact that I voluntold Alex to. <laughs> well, I've been listen- listening to Shine Down since I was 13, and I'm 26 now. So I've, they've been my favorite band for half of my life. I've been with them since Sound of Madness. So, been there for most of the albums. I've been a fan for a long time. You know, introduced him to Shine Down shortly after we started dating. One of their songs is a song we danced to to our wedding. Like, there's so many reasons we love Shinedown that they're a part of our life. So, obviously, when you wanted to do Shinedown, it was an obvious choice for us to come join you for that one. Yes, sir. So, knowing this, knowing how much you actually love the band, how painful was it to go through some of these albums and only be allowed to pick one song? I know, because then there's, like favorite like b tracks i like you love a lot but then when you're thinking like hey to really to represent the band so you're having to make tough choices some albums was easier than others but (laughs) (laughs) there's one album where i listen to the whole album and i'm like how do i choose one (laughs) i i welcome to the pain that is this show like honestly this this is the the agonizing heartbreak that we go through for every single album that we do. 
But let's get to it. For our listeners, here's what's going to happen. We are about to go through seven albums of the Shine Down discography. As always, we are not going to be doing any live albums or compilation albums. We're also not going to be covering any non-album singles. So a song like Atlas Falls will not qualify. We also have some shout-outs on threads from Brian Colburn over at My Weekly Mixtape. By the way, go follow Brian's show, My Weekly Mixtape, also a fellow Pantheon podcaster. And just an average Joe also on threads gave us the full run through of the discography. So we're going to be shouting them out throughout the show. Thank you guys so much for chiming in. We're going to start in 2003, and I can't believe I'm saying this 21 years ago, with Leave a Whisper. The band at this point is Brent Smith, Jason Todd, Brad Stewart, and Barry Kirch. The album hit number 55 on the Billboard charts. It is platinum in the U.S. and gold in Canada. There were four singles off of this one. All of them hit the top five on the U.S. mainstream rock charts, with Burning Bright charting the highest hitting number two. Brian went with Fly From The Inside, and Just An Average Joe picked Crying Out. So, Nat, since this is your first time, we're going to go ladies first on this one. Off of Leave A Whisper, what song did you go with? I had picked Fly From The Inside. It was the opening song. It was so strong. It immediately set the tone for the band. Even when I listened to the rest, I was I still went back to that one. And it's obviously one of the biggest hits from the album. Their live concert is named after it, too. Alex, what about you? Uh, I picked Left Out mainly. So hmm. my, my <laughs> decisions for a lot of the earlier albums uh, have been heavily influenced by by seeing them live because, mm. like you know how you did the Foo Fighters uh, episode you were saying you know uh, the the live albums or seeing them live or hearing them live really makes you like it, it affects how you appreciate or like a song left out I didn't get to see it live but we have one of the concerts and it just the energy that it has it also hearing the studio version of it is doesn't go as hard as the live version, but you know you still you still get that uh, little bit of adrenaline and that that smirk on your face because you you kind of catch yourself kind of hopping a little bit in place <laughs> your own little monster. <laughs> now, for the record, the three of us have all seen Shine Down together live twice, both times in Toronto, uh, yeah. and my lovely wife Karen and I have seen them actually live in Buffalo as well. So, I'm not even you know minimizing this when i say they kick ass live they put on one hell of a show so if you do have a chance to go see them absolutely go see them this album was really easy for me right mm. off the bat as soon as i saw the track that's like nope no it's 45 the, the, without a doubt yeah. one of the earliest songs that really got me interested in the band this song hits and hits hard like with dynamically lyrically and that, i think that's the thing too this band, some bands, it's all about the dynamics, all about the, you know the, the the riffs and whatnot. Some bands, it's all about the lyrics. They've got it both on this song in spades. Oh yeah, it's such a powerful one. I remember being at the fair years ago, and we were in the the flying saucer ride. Yeah, and the guy ended up playing forty five. We all had a big reaction, so he lengthened the ride and played the song like three times in a row. Yeah. We were all just the three of us jamming out to it. <laughs> Not exactly the song I would picture for Funfair kind of you know vibes, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, another huge thing about talking about 45. So when Nat first introduced me to Shinedown, 
she showed me this video where I guess a mutual friend of the band had invited them uh, to do an acoustic set at his own house. And those videos are on YouTube and 45 is one of the songs that was performed there acoustically and hearing a, just to focus on Brett a little bit is that you, 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 his voice was just crazy good in a small environment like that. And then they did the acoustic version for the, um, the deluxe version, right? Mm. That too is just as good as the, the release album version. Oh yeah. I mean, I've said it before and countless times I'll continue to say it again and again that the quality of a song can be dictated almost directly by how easily it can be translated to an acoustic version and if it still holds the power or even enhances the power and 45 is definitely one of those songs. (laughs) <laughs> we now move on to Us and Them, released October 4th, 2005. The album hit number 23 on the Billboard charts and is platinum in the U.S. There were three singles off of this one. Save Me hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. Both Brian Colburn and Justin Average Joe both went with I Dare You. Alex, your turn. Off of Us and Them, what did you go with? I also went with I Dare You. <laughs> it is, so it's funny enough. I I have memories of hearing that song on the radio or it, it had to have been either the radio or, or a video game because the the chorus, I was like, wow, like I definitely recognize that. I was able to sing along to it, you know, fairly easily because I'm like, oh, wow, I, I remember hearing this. Um, it's It's a shame, but I can understand why they don't perform it live anymore. It's very vocally demanding to sing that high but it, it's so good uh it's catchy i like the all uh, the uh what is it the feeling that you that it sort of sets uh when it plays <laughs> that that's one of those things too is that you know when you write songs early in your career you know you're writing them in a register that you're singing them at the time you know, and, yeah. and, and we're talking, you know, just to put this into perspective, this album is 19 years old. So after 19 years of playing those songs live, sometimes you can't necessarily hit that register anymore. I remember going to see Alter Bridge one time and they were, you know, contemplating playing Metal Lingus because, of course, that was the song that was Edge's WWE entrance music. And when you're playing that in Toronto, you kind of have to play that song. But the problem is... Miles Kennedy was a little bit on the sick side for that show. So he's like, I don't know if we're going to be able to handle this song, but let's do it anyways. <laughs> and the other thing too, is you also, as a listener, you go in, you know, having heard the song and you probably binge the albums on the way to the venue at the time. Not that we've ever done that, but we've totally done that. But the thing is though if the band is tuning this the the song down and you have it in your head you're you start to notice when it starts to get tuned down i don't i mean i'm fine with it because as a musician i recognize that tuning down saves your vocals at times i've blown my voice out a couple times trying to hit notes because i ain't hitting those notes anymore that's for sure (laughs) but the thing is when you tune it down it's like okay okay hey bear with me in this key and we'll be fine but yes, I Dare You is also my pick. So Nat, four four picks already, all of them for I Dare You off of this album. The pressure's on. Do we have a five for five? 
as a spoiler alert for yours, but no, I switched it up. I chose Save Me. Ooh, that's still a good song, though. It's such a powerful song with such a powerful message and story, and it just emotionally hits me more than any other song on the album. And when I think of Shine Down, I think of, like, their hard tracks, the ones that, that are emotional and, you know, just... All together, just it was the song of the album for me. And that's the other thing, too, is that, and we've, we've mentioned this on past episodes, when you listen to an artist for long enough, you find you gravitate towards different aspects of the bands. For some, it's the hard hitters. For some, it's the more emotionally powerful songs. And Shinedown is one of those bands that is, is able to kind of hit on all different aspects of you know, whatever you're feeling at the time. So now I'm going to start with this one for you. When you're listening to Shinedown, what are you listening for? See, it's hard because I usually listen per album. I don't often listen to all the music just like shuffled and like I may be like stopping like the hard hitters or anything, but I'll often go to an album and click the first song and listen to the album through. It's very rare that I just listen to them one off, but if, if I'm putting them in a playlist, it's going to be like, the bigger hits, the hard hitters, not the more emotional ones. But like, you know, you're going to have like the Sound of Madness type ones that like those are the ones that are going to come back for my playlist. Yeah. Alex, what kind of shine down do you look for when you're listening to Shine Down? I I appreciate I I love and appreciate more the uh the hard hitting musical songs, the songs that are very um I don't know. You listen to it and all you can think of is like pyro, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and what's really funny to me, because we're talking about like the the feelings of the songs and whatnot. So I saw a, a little interview once where they were asking uh, the band members, what what song do they like the most and what song do they like the least to perform live? And they all unanimously said save me was the worst song ever <laughs> they don't want to play it anymore they absolutely hate it and the word what's funny to me well it, well it, it's not like haha funny but it's it's the situation's funny so the lead singer was an addict got real got clean and then they go all right cool so now we're gonna play a song about being at the lowest point of your life and you're in the most positive <laughs> set of mind right now. And he goes, yeah, no, we're going to cut this song permanently. That's done. <laughs> it's a heavy song. Yeah, it like is. it's a emotionally heavy song to do like in the middle of a concert and then have to go back up. Like, yeah, that, I guess that's one of the, the, the hazards of, of being a songwriter is that when you put all this personal stories and personal anecdotes and, you know, raw emotion into these songs, then 20 years later, when you're way past that and you're, you know, in a happy state of your life, you're like, all right, now let's play the song that really depressed the f*** out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, welcome to every Tool show, but here we go. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
We now move on to The Sound of Madness, released June 24th, 2008. Member change in the band. Zach Myers is now on rhythm guitar. Nick Perry on lead guitar and Eric Bass on bass. The appropriately named Eric Bass or Bass, is it perhaps? <laughs> the album hit number eight in the U.S. It is double platinum in the U.S. and Canada and gold in the U.K. There were six singles off of this one. Let me go through the list here. Devour hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. Second Chance hit number Number one on the mainstream rock charts, alternative airplay charts, and adult pop charts. Sound of Madness hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. The Crow and the Butterfly hit number one on the mainstream rock and rock alternative charts. Diamond Eyes, Boom Lay, Boom Lay, Boom. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. Brian went with Sound of Madness, and just an average Joe went with What a Shame. So, Nat, Sound of Madness, yeah. what's your pick? This was the hardest one out of every single album. It's the one that made the album that made me a fan. Like I discovered the band through Diamond Eyes, connected with it emotionally because of Second Chance. But the one that has my heart is Sound of Madness. The title track, it's just so good. When I think what is classic Shine Down, that is the song I, I revert back to. When the, a new single comes out and I really love it because I say, oh, this has a Sound of Madness feel. Like that without doubt. Yeah. That, yeah. That's one of the problems too is when you have a big song, then you find yourself comparing every other single to that song. Although if Sound of Madness is your touch point for Shinedown, that's probably a good way to go. This was, you're right, this is a tough album because you, you go through it and it's just, banger after banger after banger yeah you know sound of madness was definitely in the mix for me as was crow and the butterfly cyanide sweet tooth suicide was also an absolute killer song but for me it starts and ends with the lead off track devour i knew you were gonna say that it was in my gut <laughs> anytime i see them live this song needs to be in the set list and i'm not saying i'm demanding this song in the set list but shine down if you're listening this song better damn well be in the next set list i mean I, I don't think i've seen a show where they don't play this song live but this song is literally a speeding ticket waiting to happen if you have it on in the radio alex to you sound of madness sound of madness just like we keep repeating is was the hardest song for our hardest, hardest album for me to pick a song because I feel like this is the only Shinedown album I can listen through start to finish, no skips. But I ended up picking Sound of Madness as well. I, I feel like the outlier in this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is with Sound of Madness, right? For the longest time, it was their opening track. And it it sets the mood. It gets the blood pumping. And they... I feel like every time they perform it, it just goes harder and harder. Uh, even the acoustic set. So they they did the uh, double live album somewhere in the stratosphere. Acoustic set, electric set. And in both, I was surprised to hear the acoustic version go as hard as the electric one. But, you know, it's a fantastic song. I, I yeah. No De notes. But De Devour, <laughs> Devour was my second, uh, my second chance. <laughs> was my second choice, um, mainly because the first time I ever heard that song was playing Burnout Three uh, mm. on the PlayStation. You know, that was one of the songs that they had like in rotation of that game, and I'm like, yeah, like 
you're saying it's a speeding ticket like uh, waiting to happen and yeah you're going super fast in this game and crashing and doing whatever and that's the song that's playing i'm going as fast as i can it's funny becoming a fan and then realizing where you know things from <laughs> like i discovered shinedown because i watched the expendables and diamond eyes was in it <laughs> and that's when i fell down the rabbit hole yeah i well, knew it's in a video game <laughs> well that's the thing too is like devour is also a song that's available for rock band as well so i can mm. safely say that this is the song i do not want on drums on expert level on rock band i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm not making it to the end i'm gonna get booed off the stage it's gonna happen guaranteed <laughs> Moving on to March 27th, 2012, and the release of Amaryllis. Another member changed Nick Perry is no longer with the band, and we're down to a four-piece. The album hit number four on the Billboard charts. It is gold in the U.S. and Canada and silver in the U.K. There were six singles off of this one. Both Bully and Unity hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. Brian went with I'll Follow You, and Just an Average Joe picked Miracle. I'm going to go first this time. My turn. Because I have a story with this album. See, for a bit, I used to do some Jumbotron stuff for the Toronto Marlies of the AHL, like just some video editing work. And I remember using two songs off of this album when I was doing those videos. Enemies was the first one I used, and that was just a really good, you know, hard-hitting hype video. But anytime a player got a record or a milestone, I pulled out Unity. This song... It's it's so sweeping, it's so soaring, and I guarantee you that you know the minute you hear, you know, you hear them sing, put your hands in the air, and you're in that arena, the crowd listens. The crowd listens, and it's all good. Um, but yeah, this album, this is another one that's absolutely front to back. Like, and probably the if you think about us and them, the sound of madness and Amaryllis. For me, that's their three album stretch where they really could do no wrong. Nat, off of Amaryllis, what have you got? So, I love this album a lot. And Miracle is our wedding song. It's our song. I have it framed. And I couldn't bring myself to pick it for the funniest reason. (laughs) You know, I love it so much. It's not the song of the album for me. But one that might be surprising is I'm Not Alright. Okay. Okay. Which is a surprising one, but it, it hits so hard emotionally. I, I feel that song. I feel it kind of encapsulates a lot of their story throughout you know, life. Like, you know, like Brent starts the career, you know, struggling with drugs and, you know, not being all right, like not being okay. And then you have Sound of Madness, which is like the first album out of drugs and they start getting cleaner. And then you have this kind of like proud to not be all right and to be struggling and... I guess I identify with that, so that one just had a bit more personal to me. Another situation where, all right, we're in a great part of our lives. Let's play a song about not being all right. (laughs) (laughs) You get the feeling that they're kind of masochistic in this way. But Alex, what did you go with off of Amaryllis? I went with Enemies, um, Mm. mainly because (laughs) it's fast-paced. It's... Uh, the music goes hard. The vocals are amazing. I, I love the the energy that it has. But what really locked that in for me, because obviously I like a lot of the songs on that album, but I think to myself, what what do I have? Uh, what song do I have the best memory with? And Nat showed me this song one time called Mrs. Hyde by Hailstorm. Mm, good, and, good song. And, and I and I said, wow. 
that song or enemies reminds me of Mrs. Hyde. And I ended up doing a mashup that turned out really well. And I said, you know what? That that's a great memory for me. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick enemies for sure. Adrenaline was my second choice because it was that too is another one that's like a speeding ticket waiting to happen. I don't know if they've ever done a joint tour together. I'm sure they've played festivals together, but if they haven't, Shine Down and Hailstorm need to tour together. Like that would be such. Because they haven't do it together though, but so they might have toured. Um, I think. I think it might have been that situation where they toured together, but not like as a collaboration. They just happened to be at the same places. Yeah. I think it would have been like Carnival of Madness era. Yeah, yeah. See, that that would be because Hailstorm is one of those bands that eventually we're going to have to cover on There Can Only Be One because they kick utter ass live. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Threat to Survival is the next one, released September 18th, 2015. The album hit number six on the Billboard charts and is gold in the US and Canada and silver in the UK. There were four singles off of this one, Cut the Cord, State of My Mind, and How Did You Love, all hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. At the 2016 iHeart Music Awards, Cut the Cord was nominated for Rock Song of the Year. They lost to Heavy is the Head by Zac Brown Band featuring Chris Cornell. Brian Colburn ended up going with Cut the Cord, and just an average Joe went with Thick as Thieves. So, Alex, off of Threat to Survival, what's your pick? I also pick Cut the Cord. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be honest here. I, I really didn't click with this album. Thank God so you said was, that and not me. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I did not click with this album. It, it was... It it was uh uh they went as far away as possible as what they're used to playing with this and cut the cord was the only song I felt that really anchored me to the album. Otherwise, I don't think uh, I don't think I would have picked any. Well, I would have had to pick a song, but I it would have been tougher to pick through a pile of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, so what you're saying, it was the most aromatic turd in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I can agree. And I think part of the problem is when you come off a stretch of albums, you know, like we like we have, you know, with Us and Them and Sound of Madness and Amaryllis, like that's a that's a good long stretch of solid albums that are, you know, close to if not all the way front to back and at some point you're going to run into an album where maybe it doesn't click with and I'll I'll admit I was having some of the same problems with this album until I rolled up onto the song Dangerous yeah this song it's it was almost a first listen for me because you know I'm when the albums come up on Spotify I'll admit like when it, when it comes to shine down I just hit like on the album and let it roll into my like song shuffle play um so dangerous really felt like a new song to me and it's a song where I'm like okay I can get behind this this is what I'm thinking of when I think of shine down um but you're right the the album is a bit of a harder to hold on to album maybe one of those ones where you have to let it soak in for a few good solid listens Nat uh we feeling the same way on threat to survival yeah I had pretty much the same opinion where it was like an obvious like I was debating between cut the cord and dangerous actually they're 
both of the harder ones. This album just doesn't have as many standouts when you, especially if you compare it to the other albums. Mm-hmm. When you have Sound and Madness, even mm-hmm. Deluxe, that's no skips. <laughs> and then this one, like, yeah, you have your your few that are good and then kind of goes down. But I, I picked Cut the Cord. For me, like, that felt more classic, shine down feel, felt Sound of Madness era. Just a good song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not every album is going to hit on all cylinders for everyone. My personal opinion, worse. yeah, my personal opinion is that every band is allowed that album that is not bad because it's not a bad album by any stretch of the imagination, no. but but less than the stellar ones. You know, you know, if, if you're looking at Amaryllis and Sound of Madness as like peak shine down, I mean that's a hard bar to hit every single album, and. <laughs> I, there are some of these songs where they will feel better live when you go see them live. Um, so, you know, still, go buy the ticket. Go check those songs out. Hey, folks. Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. We now move on to Attention, Attention, or for those of you in Quebec, Attention, Attention. Released May 4th, 2018, the album hit number five on the Billboard charts. It is gold in the U.S. and Canada. There were four singles off of this one. All of them hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. That includes Devil, Get Up, Monsters, and Attention, Attention. I'm not doing the French version again. At the 2019 (laughs) iHeart Music Awards, Devil was nominated for Rock Song of the Year. They lost to Safari Song by Greta Van Fleet. And at the 2020 iHeart Music Awards, Monsters was nominated for Rock Song of the Year. They lost to Ghost by Bad Flower. Brian ended up going with Devil and just an average Joe picked Brilliant. So Nat, off of this one, attention, attention, what did you go with? (laughs) I went with Devil for this one, which I, I feel is the obvious choice, but to me it's just the best song of the album. Period. Alex? Uh, I also went with Devil, um, mainly well to kind of hop on what Nat just said. Like it is, in my opinion as well, one of the best songs on that album. But I'm such a huge fan of the show Lucifer. Mm, and yes, yes, it, yes. It was such a wasted opportunity to not have a trailer or this song included in the show. Um because every time I hear the song Devil, I close my eyes and I see a montage of Tom Ellis. <laughs> I, I'm hoping it's Tom Ellis from Lucifer and not Tom Ellis from the upcoming Exploding Kittens animated series. Because that would be very, 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 very wrong. Or very right as the case may be. I don't know. We'll go with that. But you're right. The thing with Lucifer is that when you, especially that first season, when you're watching the shows and you're listening to the songs, they clearly clearly picked those songs specifically to fit in the yes it's a it's a story about satan 
So you <laughs> you, you kind of want to pick those you know those kind of songs that fit, but not in an obvious Motley Crue "Shout of the Devil" kind of vibe. You know, in a very dirtier LA kind of vibe. And yeah, I could see Devil. I could easily see Devil being in Lucifer. Also, we need more Lucifer, please, for the love of God. Uh, it's, devil, right? <laughs> The funny thing is, of all the songs that were named, even the ones that were singles, none of them were any of my picks. Shock. Creatures yeah. was my backup pick for this one, but I ended up going with Pyro. Um, there's yeah. a ton of energy off this one, like a ton of energy. And again, it's one of those things where when I think of Shine Down, I want something with the harder hit to it, even though... The first song on my list for this episode is 45, which isn't exactly the harder hitting one. And even a song like Unity is a bit more of a good mid-tempo anthemic kind of feel. But more often than not, when they, you know, put it into fifth, sixth, and seventh gear, that's when I think Shinedown is absolutely at their best. Right, and you can only, you can picture them performing that live and just the show it is when that song plays. Nat brought up a, a fantastic uh, point to me the other day when we were talking about I doing the episode. Do. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, if you look at a lot of the more modern albums of theirs, so from Am- Amaryllis moving forward, they they did a lot of anthem-type songs. Oh, absolutely. And, and you, you have yeah. to think too that part of that may come from the from the member change going, you know, into Sound of Madness. Like it's amazing what, you know, an, an extra songwriting partner or a different songwriting partner will change the sound of the band. Mm-hmm. But see, it's interesting because what I had read about the change of the band is that the new members didn't actually contribute until Amaryllis. Because Brent kind of did the album, wrote the album alone, collaborated with the producer, they recorded it with just like whatever musician and then they uh, and then they upgraded zach myers to rhythm guitar and then they added on eric bass and that was more for the touring part but mm-hmm. they didn't really collaborate until amaryllis so that was more of a pure brent smith uh production baby if you will mm-hmm. and and that that's the thing too like you can see that change you know in amaryllis going forward just like alex said like you do have more anthemic kind of full arena kind of vibes where you know you can almost close your eyes and envision what the arena is going to be responding to the song every time we now get to the end of our journey in planet zero released july 1st 2022 the album hit number five on the billboard charts and number four on the uk charts there were four singles off of this one. Planet Zero, Daylight, and A Symptom of Being Human all hit number one on the mainstream rock charts. At the 2022 MTV VMAs, Planet Zero was nominated for rocks, for Best Rock Song, Lost to Black Summer by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And same thing happened at the 2023 iHeart Music Awards. Planet Zero was nominated for Rock Song of the Year and Lost to Black Summer by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But if you're going to lose to anyone... Red Hot Chili Peppers, you kind of agree with that. You kind of sit there and go, okay, Flea, you can have another award. Brian ended up... I guess. I guess. (laughs) Brian ended up going with A Symptom of Being Human and Just an Average Joe went with Dead Don't Die. So, Alex, off of Planet Zero, what's your pick? I picked uh, No Sleep Tonight. Ooh, good, Uh, good, good song. It's a great song. Uh, when I heard it, it brought me back to like Devour 
and like the feeling I get when I listen to that song and the can it, it just it it sounds like a song that is meant to be in a racing game for sure like some, <laughs> something that makes you go fast oh there's definitely something in that guitar line like like during the, the the verse that that really it does it feels almost like something that should be in a gran turismo uh and i say it's a good song because it's also my pick as well uh, daylight and saints of violence and innuendo were also on my short list but yeah no sleep tonight and it's all in the tasty guitar work on this one like i don't think i'd heard almost like like noodling like that on a shinedown song for for lack of a better term because that's kind of what it feels like it's almost like a little like riff noodle but but it works out very well it's not not steve vi-esque but it's definitely a lot more intricate guitar work than i'm normally used to from shinedown and that really kind of perked my ears especially me being the prog guy nat last pick we started with you we we, we end with you planet zero what's your song so for most of this time, I've been going for kind of the harder hitting songs. And this one, I kind of went in a different direction. I chose Daylight. Oh, very, very, very good song. It encapsulates the, the anthemic feel of a lot of these Shinedown hits and feels like a pinnacle of who Shinedown is. And like that's just one, like when I had him blasting in my in my earphones, it was just consumed me. Just such a good song. Yeah. Mm. The, the funny thing is the thing with the symptom of being human which is a very good song has been getting a lot of attention as of late um it's I, I think it's just released at the wrong time because also around the same time papa roach released leave a light on off of their ego trip album uh, as, as a single and that one i think packs a bit more of an emotional punch even though i love the um you know the vibe of a symptom of being human but i just think it's one of those things where Sometimes you get songs that are very similar in feel that are released as singles around the same time. And this kind of feels like one of those situations. And you find yourself kind of gravitating towards one or the other. It's kind of like when um, To Be With You and More Than Words were, were both out around the same time. And you're like, oh, it's the same damn song. And then everyone had that acoustic guitar song. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. th there's that. There's that. Where, like, I, I had seen that as symptom of being human you know recently recharted like because they released it as a single now with all the different versions of it but it didn't hit me like a lot of their songs do i was like yeah it's a nice song like it's not a bad song it's a good song but yeah and I mean, it's fine right <laughs> i mean i remember when we went to go see shine down at history in toronto and mm. they played uh daylight and that that really hit you know, you oh, know yeah. live like it that was, was yeah yeah you know that before they broke the uh, the video board in the back of the uh the concert if you remember <laughs> all right so so now comes the really hard part like i've tested you guys to this point but now i'm going to make it really really hard um so i'm going to let you guys decide which one of you is going to go first i'm ready to go first all right so now so please remind our listeners first of all run down through your list remind us again what songs you picked then if there can only be one song from the songs that you have picked, what song is it? So from Leave a Whisper, I chose Fly from the Inside. From Us and Them, I chose Save Me. From Sound of Madness, I chose the title track. From Amaryllis, I chose I'm Not Alright. From Threat to Survival, Cut the Cord. Attention, 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 <laughs> Devil. <laughs> and from Planet Zero, I chose Daylight. Overall, it had to be Sound of Madness. It was always Sound of Madness. You knew it was going to be. 
Before I re-listened to everything, I knew it was Sound of Madness, but I told myself, have an open mind, listen to everything, you might get surprised. But and you at the surprised. end, I'm just, I, I, know, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I know me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if, if Sound of Madness is the song that you're comparing all the bangers to off of other albums, there's probably a good reason that you're going to pick Sound of Madness. Well, like, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I knew all along, it's, it's in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex, you know the drill. You've been here before. You knew the assignment. You you knew what you signed up for. So remind yeah, our listeners again, what songs you picked, and if there can only be one, what's it going to be? So from Leave a Whisper, I picked Left Out. From Us and Them, I picked I Dare You. From Sound of Madness, I picked Sound of Madness. From Amaryllis, I picked Enemies. From Threat to Survival, I picked Cut the Cord. From Atasio, Atasio. <laughs> I picked. picked We're never never going to outlive that one, are we? No. (laughs) And for Planet Zero, I picked No Sleep Tonight. And just like that, if I had to pick one song for the entire band, it would be Sound of Madness. All right. And just a reminder, too, before I make my picks, you can go to our website at notthatbadcast.com and go to the episode page for this episode, and you can see all three of our playlists. Have a listen and let us know what songs would have made your list. There's a comment section on that page, so drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you guys. All right. For my picks, off of Leave a Whisper, I went with 45. From Us and Them, I went with I Dare You. From The Sound of Madness, I went with Devour. From Amaryllis, I went with Unity. From Threat to Survival, I went with Dangerous. From Attention, Attention, I went with Pyro. And Planet Zero, I went with No Sleep Tonight. But if there can only be one, and off the same album, I'm going with Devour. Because this is the song that I absolutely positively need to hear live. Are you listening, Shinedown? I wants to hear the Devour. (laughs) You wants to. (laughs) I wants to. I gots to have it. Gots to. All right, Alex, Nat, thank you guys so much for this. Please let our listeners know where they can find you out there on the interwebs. Uh, So for me, it is on YouTube uh, at AC Official Music page and on Instagram, Photographs by AC. And me, it's on Instagram, Natalie at Natalie Whistle, N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E-W-H-I-S-S-E-L-L. All right. And thank you guys again so much. You know, we're going to have to bring you back for another episode because I kind of like this having three lists. It kind of works out well. Right? Nice little flow. Exactly. All right. To our listeners, guys, you know the drill. If there's an artist that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up on social media at OnlyOneCast or go to our website at NotThatBadCast.com. Drop us a line and let us know. And while you're there, make sure you check out all of our other shows. You can find every episode of every show right there on the website. Until next time, she's Nat. He's Alex. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome. This is There Can Only Be One, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.